You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. Where does the thin line between bold and reckless fall here? I don't know, Graham wrote about his Geico Bonanza. One lucky break or one supremely shrewd decision, can we tell them apart? Not easily. That's on page 32. Risk and, risk and luck are like doppelgangers. The difficulty, the difficulty in identifying what is luck, what is skill and what is the risk is one of the biggest problems we face when trying to learn about the best way to manage money. But two things can point you in a better direction. Be careful who you praise and admire. Be careful who you look down upon and wish to avoid becoming. That's on page 33. Has has your idea <coughs> has your idea and who you look at as successful changed over the years? Yeah, I'll be honest. When I was a kid, I actually like when a certain man that had names on the road. Mm. It's not that I wanted to be them, but I I don't even want to say it's admiration, but it was almost like uh, a respect that they didn't deserve, if that makes sense. Or maybe just, yeah, like, whereas there might have been other people around me who actually, you know, they were just normal guys, but it was almost like I didn't look at them in the same, like, esteem, or for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. But now, not at all, man. Like, as in, like, in terms of, I actually admire the people around me. Mm. Like and what they've what they're doing or have done or are trying to do, mm-hmm. like and I I think I've said it before. I'm lucky I've, I've grown up with a decent group around me, mm-hmm. so I've been very fortunate in that sense because I'm not easily influenced. But if you're in a circle of people moving a certain way or doing a certain thing, when you're young you want to fit in, but even when you're older, if you don't know anything different because you haven't had that your mind stretched. Mm then you, you know what I mean? You might just be pulled along if that makes sense. So yeah, the people that I, I, I actually, I don't even look up to celebrities like that. Like yeah. celebrities, celebrity, I don't really, I don't even, I know some people love it. Like, do you know such such had a baby? I don't care. Do you know why? Cause I don't <laughs> even know who I am. They don't care. They don't know who I am. I yeah. couldn't care less. Yeah. Like it doesn't bother me. So I like the people around me. That's who I really look at and have appreciation for admiration for either what they've achieved are achieving or trying to achieve. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. What about you, P? Um, so it's quite, so I was bought into what Mason was saying because I thought it was really, yeah, really no, good really answer. Good, so, um, answer. So what was the question? Um, has your idea of who you look at as a successful changed, changed over the, has as successful changed over the year? Did that, do you want me to repeat? No, that? no, no. no. I, I, I remember the question now. Um, I think it has, but I can't think of like who it's changed from. But what I do think is interesting is you mentioned Jay-Z. So I remember, re- in fact, I think I've always looked up to Jay-Z in some way, shape or form. Mm. And it's interesting that he's not growing with me, but but you want, I mean, he's growing exponentially, but like um, I've grown up watching him and it's interesting from being 16 and now 16 plus year, 20 years, 20, good 20 years yeah. later. I mean, he's grown, well, he's become who he's become, which is really, really interesting. Um, but I'm sure there are other characters as well to which um, I've looked up to, which may have changed obviously over a period of time. But I can't think of um, like the examples Mason um, drew of in regards to looking up to people who are outside, outside. I might have had a little bit of respect for them, but I didn't look up to them if that makes any sense. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that's it really. No, I, I, I agree with Mace wholeheartedly, man. Um, growing up, used to look at like the local inverted commas bad boys and the olders and whatever like name brand kind of people. yeah yeah all that bullshit whatever man but like yeah that's who that's who your first kind of experience of seeing some form of success what it looks like that's that's the what's on your doorstep is who you're seeing is like who's got the gold chains who's got the latest designer clothes and Blah blah blah. That's that was that was once what I would have um, admired. Whereas, yeah, I think I can agree with that. <laughs> whereas now, as similar to Mace, man, um, I I definitely admire the people that I'm around, like people that I can see, hold, touch, and be like, ask questions and um, get information from, and be inspired by. Not to say 
similar to yourself, like I'm a big um, Jay-Z fan from, from early. So that's someone that I can definitely look up to and say he's an inspiration, but more importantly, there's people close to me that I can actually have a conversation with and build with that I, I'd highly admire and um, have a lot of respect for. So I would agree, actually. That's um, it, not even to take away from what I said, but... Let me J- finish. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. That's not I was going to finish anyway. But yeah, that's who... That's that's what I was just going to say. It's changed from... Um, yeah, it's, I, I don't want to call it negative because even though that would be the what most people would say, but... I don't. I don't look at it, the people I used to look up to as being negative because being in the environment, you only know what you know, and it's, you, you can only do what's 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 within the confines of where you grow up. So, um, obviously, when you become no more knowledgeable, and as May said, you have a, a wider view of the world, and your mind stretched, you start to see the world differently and understand that um, again, not everything that glitters is gold, and just like just because someone's got <laughs> all of this and all of that doesn't necessarily mean that they are the person to follow per se. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, my my perception and who I uh, I guess admire has as successful has changed over time. But yeah, go on. Um, yeah, I think um, I was going to say I think Jay Z's a very easy one to kind of throw out. I yeah, guess. Of course. Um, but I think what I was going to add was. Like, I guess my admiration is maybe more changed to maybe people in my field in some way, shape or form. Mm. Um, but very similar to you both, definitely the people around me, because obviously, I don't know, you're again, you're in touch and distance, obviously, in regards to whether it's a conversation or seeing what they're doing mm. and things of that nature as well. Um, but yeah, I guess the people I've kind of looked up to has changed over a, over a period of time and even um, even understanding their, their journeys, obviously, a lot more, because I guess um, sometimes you kind of underestimate um oh I don't want to say the compounding, but like um essentially it is the compounding really, because obviously I'm talking about um looking up to Jay-Z from the age of like 15, 16 up until War B 36 now, mm-hmm. and understanding obviously whether it's the learning or or use of money and stuff like that, that's allowed him to expedite exponentially. In fact, it talks about exponential wealth and stuff like that, that eight times eight times eight times eight. Mm-hmm. It's allowed him obviously to build his wealth. Um, but at the same time, obviously, drawing comparison, obviously, to those around us as, as well as to their use of money and how they've managed to do well, as, as do well, as, do well as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what do you look for if you choose to praise and admire a person? I'll I'll go whilst you are thinking. Um, for me, uh, breadcrumbs. I like. I like someone that is clear with what they've done and they leave clues, um, whether intentional or unintentional. And someone that is um, willing to, I guess, say that they've made mistakes Mm. and they're not afraid to make more mistakes. I admire that. I think that's um, commendable. And I also... I look up to to um, people that are strong, strong in their in their thought process or their belief in themselves, and whatever that there is, they're gonna attack. They're gonna attack it, and and even if it it blows up in their face or it doesn't work out how they intend it to, that's what they're going for. I admire that. Even if they're not successful, I don't. I don't think you have to be super rich or super famous to be successful i just think if you're willing to execute something and you follow through on it Mm. i admire that like again alluding to people that's around me that i see that's doing things i'm like you started something and you're going to finish it and whether it it becomes this big thing or not i i'll salute you and i'll hold my hand and be like do you know what you've inspired me to do what I want to do or um, you've given me, uh, I guess, the battery in my back to Mm -hmm. do what I want to do now. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's what I look for. That's what I look for when I, if I'm going to praise or admire someone. Those are just some of the things that I can think off the top of my head. 
Yourselves? Um, I'm just thinking about um, principles, um, moral compass, um, people who work really hard. <clears throat> and oddly, I don't want to make this political in any way, shape or form, yeah. but like, um, um, what's his name? Um, Jeremy Corbyn. And like, fast forward a few years, and again, I'm not trying to choose a political side in any way, shape or form, because mm-hmm. I know he's had his controversies. And in fact, I don't even want to lean on any side whatsoever. And neither am I scared to do so. But like, he had convictions or he had, I don't know. It's not my, oh, I was wondering what my friend was like flashing, wasn't it? It was a bit weird. Um, yeah, like he really, I don't know. He really, I can't, I can't even think of what he really believed in as such, but he had like strong principles as to wanting um, um, real, let's say social reform in some way, shape or form. And I think like fast forward a few years, people are now looking back and thinking actually like he may have been a half decent prime minister. I'm, I know not everybody's going to stand and believe with that because I know again he come with some sort of controversy in some way, shape, or form. But with the situation we find ourselves in now, some people are thinking back. Actually, maybe we should have, but not necessarily to my point. Some people say, yeah, he potentially could have won the election if he had altered some of his his stances. But he chose not to alter his stances, and he actually like lent for, lent forward and pushed through with no, this is what I want, this is what I believe in, and this is what I want to stand on. Yes, he lost the election, but I guess the question I've asked myself what, what a few times is, like, he actually went out on his sword, you know, and he could have altered some of his, let's say, manifestos, so I'm not too sure whether that was it or whether that's the, the right word in some way, shape, or form, and actually he wouldn't have necessarily 100% believed in what was actually on that on that, on that that paper, and may not have done the job that ultimately he would have wanted. And I guess in choosing to stand on his principles, he now knows that he kind of did the right thing in some way, shape or form. Some may say he didn't do the right thing because he could have changed things with time, but at least he went out in his own sword and made a decision as to, okay, cool. Like, I could have failed and not done things my way, whereas I did things my way and I failed. At least I can look myself in the mirror. Um, I think for me, I like what I what I find inspirational or admirable in people is people who, whether it's intentional or unintentionally, have been through things first. And when I say that, I don't even mean celebrities or people who are not reachable. It might even be people in my close circle mm-hmm. that like have been through things first and come out the other side. It might be a parent dying, mm-hmm. for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, someone through going through that in my immediate circle first and like you know, coming out the other side, I find stuff like that, like admirable. Someone who's like been through things or done stuff that no one else around me or, or in my immediate vicinity has done and just done it off their own back. Mm-hmm. They haven't, they've just, do you know what I mean? I, I, I like that. And also what I like is, so some of the people like that we listen to or watch, I'm talking about celebs here, like yeah. a Dame Dash yeah. or a Kanye. Mm. I think if you look at those two people, they're definitely people who stand up in the face of adversity. They might create their own adversity at times, but it's because it's something they truly believe in and they stick by what they believe in. They mm-hmm. don't swing with the crowd. Mm-hmm. And even what they what they believe in might not come to fruition for 15 years or yeah. 10 years. They might be outcasts because mm-hmm. of what they believed in at the time actually is not the common consensus. No one's buying it. Mm-hmm. But then it's, things swing back around. Of course. So that is admirable because mm-hmm. that's not easy. Mm-hmm. Like, let's have it right. That, that is not easy to be able to even if you have a deep down belief, sometimes we have deep beliefs, but we don't let them come to the surface because we know we'd be ostracized for actually saying these things out loud. So to be able to put your face and put your word out and this is, and it might not, it might be that 99 out of a hundred do not agree with that, but still saying it and still knowing you might be blocked off or face backlash for what you believe in or what you say. That for me is admirable. That like you stand, as you said, it's like almost like a moral thing. That's that's yeah. That's the kind of things I like, and I I look in I not look for, but I, I I like and I find it admirable because I know f- for myself those kind of things I mentioned. I'm still not search for, but I'm working, trying to work every day. We work towards being a better person or a person that we want to be. Yeah. So it's not easy. So that's so people that have done it or do it, done it before me or doing it, like I admire that the fact that you know what. And sometimes I might not always get it right. They might be wrong. Yeah, they might course. be wrong and strong. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's that's the kind of things that I find admirable. Well said. Sorry, can sorry, can you give an example of someone who might have been wrong and strong? 
No, no, no. The reason why I say so. negative. No, no. Me because I'm very positive. No, because in wrong and strong, I'm saying something that actually is wrong and they just stick but sorry you want me to give an example of just what wrong and strong might be no no, no i know what wrong and strong yeah, is I, but i mean when someone I said, when i said that i meant you might find a person because all i'm saying is all the positives to to being someone who's 99 who, sorry is one in a hundred in that 99 believe this one believes this and actually they might not always get it right like because some people i don't know like they Dame Dash. Dame Dash has spoken a couple of things. Let's say my man that got arrested for the paedophilia, not paedophilia, he's touching up people in his... Um, I know you're talking about when he's, um, um, fi- the like, film guy, director. Whatever, yeah. And he said name. from long time, don't, don't mess with this dude. Or well, he's, So he's, he's apparently he said, there's something like he's a fishy and all this, like he's just a bit of a funny guy and all. No one was listening back then and he got, and he got outcast a little bit. Then it all come out and he's saying, I've been saying for years not to mess with this kind of guy. Mm. But people ostracised me and said this and that. So obviously in that context, he was spot on if that's correct, yeah? What I'm saying is sometimes people might say or do something, well actually no, you're just playing wrong. But because of the way they're set up, their principles and just how they are, I'm sticking to this even, and they might actually believe they're right, but actually they are wrong. Mm. But I'm sticking to it, but that's just them. So that's what I mean in that context. Okay. Um, no, sorry. <laughs> no, dig deeper. <laughs> no, all right. Someone's done you wrong and stay strong. No, right? no, 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 nothing at all. I oh. guess um, I've been throwing off a lot of my, my thoughts today. Yeah. Um, run them, man. No, um, no, like thrown off, like I've got a thread and all of a sudden it disappears and I forget what I want to say. Mm. So um, just bear with me. Um, no, so I guess like, I think I've said recently, whether it's on a podcast or whether it's in mm. conversation that I think we're, we're in a day and a time, certainly as adults, where we, where we now know too, not, I don't say know too much, but we now know, yeah, we know too much to get things wrong. So I guess. What do you mean? I think we can't be making mistakes. That we, you can make mistakes, but like big, big, big mistakes. I think we now there's too much knowledge and information out there to be making big, big mistakes. Expand a bit. Okay, cool. We're gonna we're gonna laugh now. All right? Oh, yeah. All right, we're gonna laugh. All right. So my theory, all right, of getting someone pregnant, all right, and you're surprised by it, doesn't really make sense to me. All right, and sorry, I hope I'm not going. His theory doesn't make sense to him. Yeah, but you create the theory. No, I'm saying when people say, "Oh my God, um, how did like I get so and so, so and so? How did how did so and so get pregnant?" All right, and I guess the point I'm making is we all understand there's contraception, contraception, etc., etc., etc. So what I'm saying is mm-hmm. we know better in regards to okay, if you're having unprotected sex, mm-hmm. all right, and then the person who you're having sex with then gets pregnant, yeah. and then you're surprised and upset, you should know better as to you should have used contraception in regards to not getting that person pregnant. It's a, it's a bad example or bad analogy. <laughs> all right, I'm going with that. But again, I'm running with that. I'm still, I'm but, still running with wrong and strong. I'm confused. No, we're going to, we're talking about knowing better. Right. So wrong and strong, it's wrong and strong and knowing better. So let me explain myself. So we're talking about wrong and strong. So I'm saying like, if you're, we're adults now. So like, so for example, if you're 15, 16 and you're wrong and strong, I can understand you made a mistake because guess what? You didn't have the knowledge and experience. If you're 35, 36 and you're wrong and strong. Okay, cool. Like my, I guess my question was like, give me an example of wrong and strong. If you're 35 and 36 and you're wrong and strong and you made a mistake, there's got to be a, like a fundamental mistake as to why you were, why you were wrong. Like a real fundamental mistake. So I guess the point, not the point I was making, I guess the example I gave was is, if you're with your partner and you're having unprotected sex mm. and she gets pregnant and you go, oh my God, how did it happen? Guess what? I can tell you why that happened as to you not using contraception in some way, shape or form. Mm. Fuck's sake. No, 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 I'm not looking. No, I'm thinking like, um, this is not going nowhere. Uh, no, 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 you, I'm listening. Oh, you're listening. Yeah. Oh, so I guess what I'm saying is mm. like, we are now at an age where, so we're at an age where we now know too much. Well, there's so much information out there that, there should be no reason why, not reason why you're wrong and strong, but there should be no reason why um, you fall flat on your face face. Mm. Am I making sense from that perspective? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I understand, I understand. So I guess that was my question to Mason. Like, give me an example of someone who was wrong and strong and and got it wrong. Okay. Okay, no, sorry. No, because I'm going to get political. Don't forget it. Oh, I'm not. Uh, no, well, I promise. I won't no, dig actually, deeper. I was going into politics. I was okay, cool. To say, so forget it. Yeah, I want to stick with more on the, <laughs> on the, the so, money. yeah, the money. 
Like let's let's stick with more the money side of things. So like, I guess to understand your point with the with the knowledge that we have, with so much information that we have out there, are you saying um, there's no reason? Not to be able to make money, essentially. No, I mean, I guess my what? See, I even forget what the initial question was because I'm sure it was my, my. It was it was for me to respond to, but I guess I just chimed in on what Mason said as to Mason's response was very good. But he said um, he mentioned wrong and strong, and he mentioned something else. And I guess my he used Deng Dash as an example, who was someone who had strong beliefs in himself and what he did, and knowing that he will be fine. And I, and obviously I commend Dame Dash obviously for that. We all have mm-hmm. in some way, shape or form. Yeah, and I guess the example I was looking for was the opposite of someone who might have the, the beliefs of a Dame Dash, but who was wrong. Who, yeah, who was wrong, mm. you know? And I don't want to say this as an example in so much, shape or form, but the, the examples of Blockbuster and, and Netflix, mm. as to, you know, um, having the convictions, believing or or not believe in Netflix will become a thing, and as to the the opportunity was presented to them, yeah. but there was a sense of being wrong and strong. Is that I don't know if that's the correct term, wrong and strong, and kind of like shutting out the opportunity or not looking at the opportunity that was presenting itself in regards to the business model evolving in some way, shape, or form. So I guess I was looking for an example of someone who an individual who has been wrong and strong. Sticking with the blockbuster Netflix example, though. It's all good in hindsight when we look in hindsight and be like, all right, cool. Blockbuster should have made that move. They should have been able to have seen it because of the information we have now. But do you think that's fair to kind of say that they was wrong and strong for not seeing the future with all the information that they may have had at the time? Do you know, like the stance I have now, or I guess maybe the the lessons that I've learned from, let's say, let's say the Netflix. I don't want to call it a debacle, but the Netflix experience is that I now know are oh, perfect, wrong and strong, or like or knowing better. I now know from experience they got it wrong. They didn't see evolution. Yeah. Blockbuster. All right, well, going strong for let's say good 10, 15 years without any real evolution of mm. the of the of the industry so blu-ray came they were there you know i mean yo 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 you know they were were there Mm -hmm. you know but didn't see the streaming service or didn't see the streaming um yeah didn't see the vision in it yeah Mm -hmm. and then i put everything together broadbands now do you know what i'm saying you get fiber getting better connections every house was they didn't see the vision Mm. the whole thing so i guess what i'm saying is like with my with my experience now or of, of seeing things i now know that you shouldn't shut off those opportunities, I don't, I don't even say it was an opportunity, I don't know how it came to them, but I, you, you shouldn't have your eyes closed. I like, mm. understand there's always going to be an evolution of of your industry in some way, shape or form. Yeah. A massive one in some way, shape or form. I mean, look at football, for example. Um, obviously, ah, oh, so perfect. So Sky have been, it's a good one, actually. So Sky have been, Sky have um, packages to which people buy football stuff and all that type of stuff. Somewhere along the line, we all know. In fact, it's happening now. They're streaming now football. So you can buy um, like packages for on Amazon to watch um, that football for like, on a weekend. Or you know with your Amazon Prime, every now and then you'll get a bit of football. But we all know, or some of us know, that the Premier League in some way, shape or form, at some given point, are going to launch a streaming service. Mm. Does that kind of like make sense? Like, How yeah. are Sky going to keep up with this evolution? Yeah, no, I okay. don't know. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I mean, I was having a discussion with um, a business owner that um, we do their property for, and he he's a, a funeral di- funeral director, and I don't know if I, I mean, I'm not giving it away, but basically, he was talking about VR and possibly getting into VR because yeah. that's the way things are going forward. Yeah. And we were just, just, just shooting a shit kind of thing. I was like, ah, oh, do you know what that, I can see, because he's like, oh, I'm looking into getting to VR. I was like, oh, how? He's like, I don't know yet. I'm just, just considering it. Because obviously, obviously, as an entrepreneur, keeping your eyes open and being aware of different changes. Then we were just, as I said, shooting a shit. And I was like, ah, oh, I can understand how, because this is another thing that you, I've learned through, I guess, 
reading business books and our discussions and things that we've discussed on the podcast. But basically, when you're gonna when you're gonna get into a business or if you've already got a business, start another business that can fold into your current business. So for for me, I've got a, a window cleaning business. So I can also have a car wash business and I can also have a carpet cleaning business. But it all fold, folds in into the same business. But alluding back to the VR point, um, with with evolution and things changing, um, as you know, obviously we had we had COVID after over the last couple of years and there's been lockdowns and things of what have you. So during that time, if you was in a funeral, you could only attend it by getting the link and watching it on your phone. That's right. So therefore if you're if you're a businessman that's got a funeral home and you're thinking about doing VR, you can link VR into your funeral home and say, all right, cool, if you can't make it to the funeral, we can send you a headset or we can send you a link where you can be at your home and you can still attend the funeral through being, through the VR, do you know what I mean? And it's just another another way of folding into the business that you currently have and part of the evolution of seeing where things are going. So that's just kind of... Um, what you just said in regards to having hindsight and knowing where the next the next things are going to be going to and where the next things are going to, um, I guess, arise in terms of technology and things like that. Forgive me for thinking some messed up thoughts, but see, when he said I want to get into VR, I was thinking, right, this man's full of fingers. When you get killed off in, 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 in Decentraland, his funeral service, his branded funeral service is going to be better. Burying you or your avatar, you know what I mean? But that's oh. it's a possibility, though, know, man. In in the um, metaverse, you got uh, got the same that's same business, yeah. same thing. But um, oh, yeah, yeah, that was just a conversation I was having earlier. All right, so studying a specific person can be dangerous because we tend to study extreme examples, the billionaires, the CEOs, or the massive failures that dominate the news. And extreme examples are often least applicable to other situations given their complexity. And that's on page 33. Do you disregard people close to you who could be a source of inspiration? Why so, if relatable? No, I think close to me is more of an inspiration because it's touchable, it's tangible. Do you know what I'm saying? It's touchable. It's someone I know, someone I've actually physically seen their journey, Mm -hmm. especially with the closer they are to you. So you know it's possible. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think it's the other way around for me. Nice. Whereas I always like with sorry with um big stars or celebrities because I don't know them or I'm not I might not be very close in that six degrees of separation. Mm. You know you might be getting fed one thing on a YouTube clip or on a website. You don't know the the proper ins and outs. You don't know if they're really successful as they make out. You don't know if they've had a helping, a big helping hand from somewhere. Investment source you don't know about. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. When someone close to you, you can clearly you, you 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 might not know everything, but you can clearly see the journey. You've seen where they come from. That's more of a inspiration for me, anyway. Cool, nice, P. Um, yeah, I would agree with Mason really. And the one thing I, <clears throat> I guess I've, I don't want to say I've held on to, but I've made sure I I take a note of is. We've actually lived through a number of individuals, their stories. And I don't know why Wiley's one that comes to mind because obviously when we're teenagers, a lot of us looked up to him by way of obviously, um, he was a sick MC. Mm-hmm. And obviously he's involved into someone who was very successful, whether it's um, charting or just like um, his influence and success yeah. on the scene itself. I mean, pretty much a pioneer. Yeah, definitely. And like to your question or to what you said, like some of us do or do not understand that we are living through what would be your story, um, eventually your story or your story. And I just try to be very mindful of that as to, um, yeah, just really, really mindful of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, cause obviously we're talking about, or I was talking about not necessarily wrong and strong, but like, um, blockbuster, yeah. not necessarily having the foresight in some respect. Obviously I can't necessarily speak on them as such. Don't know what the landscape was at the time, mm. but with that experience, obviously, and them not working with Netflix in some way, shape or form, I now know like in 10, 15 years time, you never know 
what someone's story may look like and what may look like what was a struggle at some given point was actually a stepping stone towards success 10 15 years later down the line and like obviously we were talking and sitting down to, um, as to what it took for someone to buy their first home and stuff like that but i remember when certain people were um driving lorries and stuff like that you know what i mean and doing deliveries and stuff like that but now they've got five six seven homes and all that type of stuff so you understand actually this is what's needed to in order to become successful you need a bit of fortitude you need a bit of belief in your vision and all that type of stuff and with a bit of hard work or with some hard work you will be successful if you believe in your vision and you believe in um what ultimately you want to do so yeah yeah no cool answer the question well the more common the pattern the more applicable applicable sorry it might be to your life and that's a page 33 failure can be a lazy can be a lousy teacher because it reduces smart people into thinking their decisions were terrible when sometimes they just reflect the unforgiving realities of risk the trick when dealing with failure is arranging your financial life in a way that a bad investment here and a missed financial goal there won't wipe you out so you can keep playing until the odds fall in your favor that's on page 34 i'm gonna go on to the next part is there anything else um before i move on so we're currently looking at um luck. risk and loss Risk and luck, risk and luck. Okay, cool. Um, no, because we've gone over some of the things already. Nice. Yeah, not for myself. I just thought I've, that chapter actually was one of the best chapters because I've, I've seen things on risk and luck and I thought that was one of the best summaries of risk mm. and luck, that chapter. Yeah, no, it does. Very it does, does it justice. So go to the next part, number part three. It's never enough. For a critical element of our society, including many of the wealthiest and most powerful among us, there seems to be no limit today on what enough entails. And that's on page 37. Do you have a monetary number you'd be happy with to stop earning anymore? What's crazy is, no, I don't. Mm. I actually don't have a monetary number. I think I more have a... What can I say? Sorry, the answer is no, and I'm trying to think of what I can say, because I think it would more be, I don't need to have like a number just there parked off. Yeah. I think I more need to have, is it called residual income? Yeah. I need to have that, I need to have that without without me having to do anything. Does that make sense? It's financial freedom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't need to have a parked off amount. Yeah, yeah. I think if I had a parked off amount, but it wasn't doing anything, I would actually, in my head, I wouldn't even, like, I wouldn't even think I can take, because we had this conversation the other day, what would it take for me to move somewhere? Do you remember, Parker? Yeah. That's sitting there, but actually it's not the sitting there, it's the, it's the constant income. Yeah. I think that's, because I, I was going to raise that. Yeah. yeah. It's not the sitting there, it's the, that, Continuous, the, the, the yeah. turning. Yeah. Hey. Um... Do you want me to ask it again? No, 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 no. What? So, what? Um, how much would I need in order to essentially sit down in some way, shape, or form? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think I have a figure, but I mean, um, I was going to raise that question again as to we have kind of had that discussion, yeah. um, recently. Um. No, but I mean, I, I don't have a figure as such. But what I do know is I don't think I need as much as. Yeah, I don't think I need a lot. I, I don't know. Maybe I just. I don't know I just don't feel like obviously I know money's important but mm. it doesn't hold that much weight and importance like for myself specifically and maybe because my response my, I don't have the responsibilities of maybe everybody else maybe Plus, I'm not too sure favourite motto I can never be homeless yeah I can't <laughs> it's true I just, yeah it's just true I can't be homeless I just can't be homeless it's not possible so yeah it's, it's not possible I can't be homeless hey, merch coming out soon you know you know what I mean yeah. I I see him BH. <laughs> can't, can't be homeless. I'll never be homeless. <laughs> All right, cool. Um So do you do you have a figure? I I have a figure that I have in mind that I want to reach like almost like a milestone but you, as in you want to just see it sitting there and look pretty. Yeah. You actually want to see you actually want to see I've it. I've got a I've got a figure yeah. that I want to see. Yeah. But, but in the build up to that, were well, you not gonna think I'm at I'm at ninety percent that figure? Shit, I could be doing I can do this right now with that money. Would you not? 
Would that not cross your mind? You actually just want to see it. Yeah, I just want to be able to say okay. I've set myself this goal and I've achieved it. Okay. Which which doesn't mean that is the end. Yeah, I heard that. That's not the end because. But you're willing to miss out on say other opportunities to get to that amount. To see oh that. no, That's no, what no, I'm trying to no, say. no, no, I wouldn't. No, so no, no. You're not just trying to get to one amount and everything else is by the wayside till you get there and then you'll look. No, 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 no. Because okay. I think the fun part is the journey. Okay. I think the fun part is getting to that 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 particular number. But I don't think for me it's it's just a uh what's that um if it sounds too good to be true. Not even it's too no, if it's um if it's if someone if you tell it to someone and someone says that's doable then it's not high enough. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, almost like reach reach for the moon. If you don't, then you'll you'll still be able to touch the stars. Correct. So, like, I, I've got a particular figure, but at the same time, similar to both of you, I guess, to, I definitely want to have a residual mm. and mm. be financially free. So I want mm. residual, residual income mm-hmm. and to be financially free. But at the same time, I don't, no, no, stop it, stop it, no, no. yeah, stop it. I, I, that's what someone else spoke with. with. <laughs> no, I mean, someone else it. in the room? <laughs> but it's not like, it's not the be all and end all for me, but obviously it, it plays a, a large part just in in um, being able to do what I, I want to do. So there is a number, but it's not, it's not the be all and end all. Mm. Yeah, I still, I still... Do things and enjoy life and enjoy the journey. So, um, like, I don't necessarily. So, I don't necessarily figure, and I guess I'm just repeating what I said previously. But I guess from my experiences, traveling. <laughs> I guess from my experiences and just like talking to other people. Um, in fact, some of these people, like, I kind of local in some way, shape, or form. Like, some people had. I don't want to say just the one house because if you have a house or you have um property, that's an achievement. It's a great achievement. Mm. But some people had a house and left and that house was funding what was their trip. Okay. Um, like across, in fact, some people went for 12 months. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Were able to rent a room or rent or rent the entire house and it would fund their trip. So I guess on the subject of being able to value a pound, like a pound, one pound to what would be just say 10 Dominican pesos or something along yeah. those lines, um, you begin to understand the value of a pound. And not to say that I would move to another country. In fact, we discussed moving to other countries as well. Yeah. But I just understand, actually, you don't need a lot of money to live on yeah, at all. Yeah, I know inflation and things have got crazy here. Mm. But in my experience in speaking to not one person, but in speaking to many different people, like if you sit down and really plan your life properly and give yourself time, there should be no reason why you can't get it right on what would be a very, very small budget, just based on my experience. Mm. Yeah, no, that's just very true. Um, we had that discussion off mic. Um, yeah, so that was interesting as well. Yeah, and I don't know, like, he's mad because, like, um, I know we've kind of, like, spoke on our past ever so slightly on the subject of this book. Mm. But, like, <clears throat> I said it on Saturday, mm. or after Saturday, I said it on Sunday. I said during the conversation, or during our conversation on Saturday, I sat down for the first time and thought to myself, you know what, I really could move outside of London. And that's never something that's really crossed my mind before. Mm. And it's just to, like, how many of us are able to just walk out into your garden and just sit there and just and just chill? You know what I mean? Like, and peace of mind really, really is important to me. And I guess the one thing I saw about or saw with people whilst I was traveling, and in fact, my own experience as well, a lot of us just had peace of mind. Mm. Like, not, no problems. I mean, I may, Mason, you mentioned this a few times. When you go away, you don't know nothing in regards to what's going on back in London, that type of stuff. And we're thousands and thousands of miles away from what would be London or where would be home. But we had no care in the world. No care in the world, whether it's drinking, eating, or just sitting down and just talking. The very little money that we had was able to get us by and enjoy the experience. Hence, like my question maybe a couple of weeks ago, or maybe on a previous co- podcast, I'm not too sure, even this question here, mm-hmm. I'm unsure. I, I need a lot, a lot of money to to sit back and relax and just take it easy for a period of time. Yeah. Cool, good answer. All right, so goes on to mentions mention Bernie Madoff and 
Rajat Gupta mm-hmm. and their crimes that they committed. Yeah. Um, you must, I'm, I'm assuming the whole world is aware of Bernie Madoff and what he'd done, but maybe not so much about Rajat Gupta, who I wasn't aware of. But um, do you reckon it's worth going into what they, do you want to kind of give a brief rundown of what they both did or? In, in, well, Bernie Madoff was that the guy that the Ponzi scheme. Ponzi scheme, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Raj guy, like basically inside, what's known as insider trading. So yeah. knowing what's going to happen, how it might affect um, the share prices and then getting someone to place money on it, going one way or the other and then just making making millions off it basically. Yeah. And then, yeah, he got, he got found out, but he went to prison, lost his money. Cool. So with that being said, Crime committed by those living on the edge of survival is one thing. A Nigerian scam artist once told the New York Times that he felt guilty for hurting others, but poverty will not make you feel the pain. And that's from page 40. Does your economic position determine whether you're right or wrong for committing a money-driven crime? Does your economic position determine whether you're... It shouldn't. Hmm. Wrong is wrong, boy. Um, <laughs> no, wrong is wrong. Um, it shouldn't, but I know it does influence people. Of course. Yeah, they, they see a way of justifying it. Yeah, 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 thank you. Yeah, there's, there's justification for it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, very simple answer, yeah. Simple, yeah, simply put, really. All right, cool. There is no risk, there is no reason to risk what you what you have. There is no risk. There is no reason to risk what you have and need for what you don't have and don't need. That's on page forty-one, and it goes on to mention free, free parts or free skills. Free, what is it? What's that thing? This page. Basically, I'm going to... Yeah, 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 yeah. It says free something. Let's just call them free rules. Let's call them free rules. The hardest financial skill is getting the goalposts to stop moving. If expectations rise and results... If expectations rise with results, there is no logic in striving for more because you'll feel the same after putting in extra effort. It gets dangerous when the taste of having more more money, more power, more prestige. Increases ambition faster than satisfaction. Number two, social comparison is a problem here. The point is that the ceiling of social comparison is so high that virtually no one will ever hit it, which means it's a battle that can never be won, or that the only way to win is not to fight is not to fight to begin with, to accept that you might have enough, even if it's less than those around you. Um I think we probably answered this question, but could you be content with your current financial position? Could I be content? Mm. Me personally, no. I mean, um, n- no, because I guess what what would be, I don't want to say evolution, but what would be natural is you have a partner, you have kids, you buy a house and you raise a family. Mm. At this moment in time, I couldn't be content with my current situation because going forward, it will need to improve. Cool. Um, do you know what it is it's going to sound weird but it's not even being content with my financial position being content with my lifestyle and going back to five minutes ago Mm. um, what was the term you used freedom a financial freedom financial freedom that's what it is Mm. that's that's what it is basically for me Mm. alright so the third one enough is not too little enough is realising that the opposite an insatiable appetite for more will push you to the point of regret. And that's on page 42. Hmm. Um, will you reach the point of enough? Um, I thought about this a little bit. Mm. Um, in regards to money, I think, yes. In regards to things in life, um, I'm, I want to say yes and no, but I just think there will come a point where, like, I know, yeah, I think there will come a point where I'm content, mm. but I'm not this is not something that eats away at me like in reference to the chapter and I'll have what you will never have, which is enough. I think, which is what Joseph Heller said. Um, I know what, I know you, they, there can be a point where things are insatiably sick. 
Yeah. Like, I know money can do that to you. Money doesn't have that effect on me. Okay. Um, I might have a drive in regards to other things and goals and stuff like that, which I'm striving towards. But I think there will come a time where I'm content and I'm happy with, let's say, what I've achieved in some way, shape, or form. But I don't think money has that effect on me. And also, like, sorry to, because I know you hadn't started. I don't like, you mentioned financial freedom, which is, I think, is everything, is, is what a lot of us strive towards. Mm-hmm. But I'm not even too sure what, I know what financial freedom is, but what what is financial freedom? Because there's not many people that actually have financial freedom and it probably speaks to the term like what is enough you know because like up perfect so like i've used this example before like within our circles so i mentioned there's people who i went traveling with who had one house not like five six seven eight houses like within like the circles that we live in or we, we're a part of, one house and we have to go travel in 12 months. No problem. These people don't have financial problems. Relax. They're kids. Like, I was like, I'm going to put my kid, my kid's going to live in that one room and the rest of them I'm going to rent out and I'm going to go traveling for a year and I'm going to have these amazing experiences. Whereas, like, we have circles, all these people within my circle to which have five, six, seven, eight houses and thinking about, how am I going to go live here for three, four months? No, you have the means already. So, like, financial freedom for one person is completely different That's true. Um, for financial freedom for another person. So, I guess, like, I don't even know what my initial question was, but I'm sure, I've, I think I've explained it well enough as to what is financial freedom? Because I'm, I'm sure the goal the goalposts, yeah. like, move quite often. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. yeah I guess it goes back to what um, the very first point that we started with, which is everyone's different. Like, we all have a different perspective on again um financial freedom different goalposts so everyone's everyone has their different way of looking at it yeah and just to touch on that as well the mm. other thing is and somewhere in this chapter it talks about it is that you might be comparing yourself to say to say you're you've got a hundred grand p or french mm-hmm. you might consider yourself to the person who's got a million that person's got a million might consider yourself to the person's got 10 million yeah. that person comparing yourself to a hundred million mm-hmm. so it's about like almost like what you look what you said about everyone's different in terms of their way of thinking what is financial freedom and what is success what is the figure mm-hmm. but then what happens is the goalpost might move because actually this person's got this and i'm actually only two degrees separation i see them in events and that's what they got i should be aiming for that actually i'm relatively poor in compar poor yeah. in comparison yeah um the only way to know how much food you can eat is to eat until you're sick Few try this because vomiting hurts more than any meal is good. For some reason, the same logic doesn't translate to business and investing, and many will only stop reaching for more than what for more when they break and are forced to. This can be as innocent as burning out at work or risk or a risky investment allocation you can't maintain. It's on page forty-three, there are money thing. There are many things never worth risking, no matter the potential gain. Don't get too attached to anything. Don't get too attached to anything, your reputation, your ac- accomplishments or any of it. I think about it now. What does it matter? Mm-hmm. Okay, this thing unjustly destroyed my reputation. That's only troubling if I'm so attached to my reputation. That's Rajat Gupta. What's your take on this statement? Well, if you go down a couple of sentences, my take is... <laughs> no, my take is exactly that, that. That's coming from a man who basically, he knows his reputation's in ruins because of what he'd done. Mm. But... To be fair, what's crazy? I read, I read, I did read that. I did, I did read that. I started writing it down. Like, yo, remember? Yeah, like maybe that's why when he said, "Don't get too attached to anything." Actually, that resonated with me. That's why I wrote it down. Yeah, it did, and then, then it's I read- only when I read the next like paragraph, like, but yeah, it yeah. resonated because I was saying, "Do you know what?" And this is gonna sound mad, but like. You know, some like someone passing, for instance, mm. one of the certain things in life that's going to happen, as we mentioned yeah. before, someone can have such a detrimental effect on someone close to them six months, a year, two years down the line, they're taking antidepressants, they can't get on with their life. But yeah, it's like, you knew or you know in life someone's going to pass. Yes, there are different circumstances in which someone passes. Mm. Someone's going to pass, like... Not that you should be preparing yourself from minute one. You know, this person might pass tomorrow. No, you shouldn't be preparing yourself like that. But you've got your life to live. Don't like, 
try and yes that person's in your life they've they've proven valuable in whatever way they are whether they're mum brother sister son, whatever they are try and make sure that you're equipped to just be able to get on with life for yourself that's just the way I see it as much as possible everyone is going to have more than yes but try and because I've seen it happen where people just can't even move on anymore mm. like they can't move on do mm. you get what I'm saying yeah. and that's a form of a, of attachment and actually it's a form of maybe it was an unhealthy perhaps to some extent if you cannot just cannot move on I like that statement like bar what the author says underneath yeah, yeah. the reason why I wrote it down because that as you said to yourself, it resonated me. I was like, yeah. you know what? Having it's 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 being able to be detached from the worldly things of whether it's the clothes, whether it's the 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 big name, the reputation and things. It's like all of that can also go within a second as that. Like am, am I so attached? So even though he's speaking he's speaking from a point of loss He's speaking from a, a point of experience as well, mm. because I think he's speaking at a point of, all right, I've had all of these things, I've had the money, I've had the reputation, I've had the the lifestyle, and it's all gone. But what's more important? Like, what's what's? I'm still here. I'm still alive today. I can. You can either build it back up. You can gain more money. You can build your reputation back up. You can. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Don't be so attached to these things that. It is a detriment. So I actually, actually liked what that that point that he was making, even though the author then does go on to say, "Well, this is only because he's coming from a yeah, point." Yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it, it, put that aside, the actual statement is, itself sounds like a an enlightened statement. I think personally. Yeah. <laughs> what about yourself, B? Um. Yeah, I agree. Um. There's a part of me that wanted you to um to say obviously what the, the part was underneath, but I remember listening to it and thinking to myself, bro, you lost, like you lost, not you lost, but I mean, you're speaking from a place of loss, which is cool, I guess, because you're passing on wisdom and stuff like that. But actually you wish you had your repetition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you see yeah, what I'm coming from? That's the, how it came across when I was listening to it. Yeah, yeah, um, no, but that's the, that's the point. That you're you're making as well. But I also, I like, even though- It's a very true statement. It's yeah. a real statement. Yeah, it though, it's a real statement. It's like, the attachment side of it, I was just like, no, nah, to, to have to be not not so much the the attached where you don't care, but just attachment where if it if it's here, it's great. If it's not, then I'm still gonna continue moving. Um, and I think that's very true. But there's a part of me that well, there's not a part of me that thinks anything really. But I think you have to be really comfortable in yourself as to believing and really loving yourself. Mm. Um, to be comfortable to do that because then your reputation is something it's almost fiction, fictional in some way shape or form because people can alter it change it of course of course and to be fair once you're gone then what are you, are you really going to be caring about what your reputation says I don't know because some people um, are no, as a dead person huh? as, a, no, dead as person. a dead person when you're dead and gone like you can say oh well it's my legacy but it's like are you are you how much do you care about your legacy when you're not here? I mean, you shouldn't because you're not here, but I know the point you're making. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But um, yeah, no, I just thought it was an um, interesting take on it, really. I just wanted to get you guys' opinion or perspectives. But um, yeah, let's, let's cut it there. And... Um, let's do it